When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wrestling is full of maniacs. I would say even us fans are a bit crazy too. Maybe that's how it works. You gotta be a loon to walk through the door. This seems to stretch to the personas some individuals take on too. Because even though on the surface they may not look too bad, sheesh, when you pull back the curtain, it's potty. Because I am signed from What Culture, please do hit that spangly wangly subscribe button. It'll make you feel good. And this is 10 wrestling gimmicks that are more disturbing than you think. Number 10, Billy Kidman was a drug addict. Go back to WCW and Raven's Flock, a group of misfits. Billy Kidman was the young great hope of the pack, and yet his gimmick was most definitely that he was a drug addict. Yep. While it was never said that directly, Kidman would stare off into the distance like he wasn't with any of us, and Tony Schiavone explained his behavior by saying that Billy was unclean and that maybe he needed a shower. So this was just very wink-wink, nudge-nudge up the whim-wham. It's not like Raven shied away from this. He was very vocal about Kidman being a lost soul who needed help, and by the time World Championship Wrestling realized they couldn't really do anything with that, they dropped the whole thing. I mean, to take further steps towards it would have meant getting really dark. Nobody actually told us why he did change either, but I think from a fan point of view, this was actually WCW doing us a favor. Nobody wanted to see it. Number nine, Luke Gallows was drugged. And this was the same for Luke Gallows too. What is happening? It seemed obvious anyway, given that the then Festus would literally stand in the ring and drool before he heard the ring bell. But when he joined CM Punk's Straight Edge Society, we were just told this. To try and add depth to that bizarre character, Punk said Gallows' friends had plied him with booze and pills to keep him in an abbreviated state. Don't sound like very good buddies to me. In fact, it is super dark because his pals were forcing him to do things he didn't want to do. That was the gimmick, which begs the question how Jesse was involved with all of this. After all, he was the dude that took Festus to the ring and made him beat people up. I suppose it was meant to be light-hearted at first, even though it sucked, but in hindsight, this went off into the deep end. Number eight, Skinner murdered animals for fun. While Steve Kern would eventually become Doink the Clown in the future, when he debuted for the WWF in 1991, he was the hunter known as Skinner. Gorilla Monsoon hated him and described him as a filthy pig, mostly because he spent most of his time cheating. Skinner also liked to carry an alligator claw around with him, and while it was never pointed out specifically, this was meant to be a trophy. When you do some digging with promos, etc., it certainly seems like old skin here would sell these animals he murdered for sport and for some reason thought this was the best foundation to become a professional wrestler. Okay. I mean, he was a heel, so I suppose you would do this in the era of all wrestlers having a job, but it is way more screwed up than it seems on the surface. When I was a kid, I just thought he was a Crocodile Dundee knockoff or something. 
Clearly not. Number seven, Kamala was kidnapped. This one has always been out there, but we may as well go through it. But the Ugandan cannibal Kamala was plucked from his East African homeland and brought over to the United States of America to fight. As ever, there were some bells and whistles here, but that was the idea. He even had a handler in kimchi, and it always looked like he was being forced to do this against his will. So yeah, he had been kidnapped. When he did arrive in the WWF, this was softened a touch, which was not the case during Kamala's Memphis days. They went so far as to say he was the former bodyguard of a dictator all of this was bad. Thankfully, Kamala did eventually break free of this and had a decent babyface run, but honestly, go back and watch some of his matches from the late 80s. Your jaw will hit the floor. Sometimes wrestling really doesn't care. Number six, Hornswoggle is an unloved child. So this one isn't fun either. Because Hornswoggle was short in stature, WWE always presented him as a child, even though at the peak of his power, he was a man in his mid-twenties. We went as far as to even call him Little Bastard, which is also difficult, but this tied into the horrors behind his fate. It did take a while, but eventually we learned that Vince McMahon was his dad for some reason. And when we realized that would be terrible long term, this switched to Finley because Irish. I know it's barely a sentence, but it's true. The one takeaway from this reuniting though was that all of a sudden, Swoggs wasn't as angry anymore. That's right. As soon as he had the love of his father, he was smiling all the time and gleefully biting people on the leg. So all he needed was his dad, who had ignored him his entire life until he had no choice but to admit it. Wrestling is awful. Number five, Adam Bomb was a nuclear disaster victim. It reportedly cost authorities approximately $1 billion to clean up the after effects of a nuclear meltdown on Three Mile Island in Pennsylvania between 1979 and 1993. While this was serious stuff, the WWF saw it and went great. There's a character idea, we could even give him green eyes. We are, of course, talking about Adam Bomb, who was indeed meant to be a survivor of this incident, and yet somehow was still healthy. He did have a red tongue with the added benefit of superhuman strength due to the radiation exposure but he was a heel that's right boo this man he's had a tough life not entirely sure what anybody was thinking here although bomb did have that cool finishing move so he mostly got away with it number four mankind suffers from parental neglect i mean mick foley basically took the mankind character to places nobody could have seen coming when he did those sit down interviews with jim ross he was allowed to create this very compelling backstory and it turned a crazy man in a mask into quite the sympathetic figure hence why when he won the world title years later he was the most overdude on the roster because foley loved this stuff the entire story was laid out right down to suffering huge parental neglect as a child hence why he would shout mummy during all of his matches. He was reaching out, hoping for a hug. This is also why the whole Paul Bearer Association worked, and honestly, what a brilliant gimmick this was. I don't think we give it the credit it deserves, because you can just keep going and going and going. So damn good. Number three, Stone Cold is based on a serial killer. A common story, but still one that should be spoken of. Steve Austin came up with his Stone Cold gimmick because he saw a report on real-life killer Richard Kuklinski and thought, sure, why not? It was also basically his wife who came up with the nickname too after telling Steve his tea was going to get Stone Cold. And away we went. Everything the rattlesnake used, though, was based on this guy. The shaven head, the ice-cold stare, the goatee. I mean, Austin had some of these already, but he doubled down on them. Go and Google the man in question for evidence. At first, Steve thought that we could go in this direction wholeheartedly before it was switched up. But who is going to argue with the results? He became one of the most successful wrestlers ever. I suppose you never know when inspiration is going to hit. Number two, The Undertaker tried to kill his parents. This was teased about at first, but then, yep, 
The Undertaker just said it. Screw you, mum and dad. It was mostly when Brother Kane was being introduced to the mix in 1997, as Paul Bearer told us the dead man had burned down his parents' funeral home and left them to die. And sure, it was an accident, but he still did it. And then it wasn't an accident. You're going to have to go back and watch it. It really did take the whole dark and depressing nature to a whole new level, however. And WWE leaned into this so much. The big red machine chokeslam taker through the mum and dad's coffin at one point. <laughs> I remember screaming, what is going on? And I would do it again today. Number one, Kane's mental scarring and trauma. Because of course, I mean, let's go through this. Kane wore a mask because he had been burned alive as a child. So there's one. In 2003, when he took off his face covering, we changed that to, oh no, he's just mentally scarred, which may be even more harrowing. From there, we went into drunk driving and necrophilia, and his whole persona is of someone who has been wrecked by life and is lucky to still be alive. We also did everything with Paul Bearer, so there's massive issues with that. And the whole narrative of Kane is horrible. Dude didn't stand a chance. I mean, imagine you spent half your life thinking you were burned and then realized, nope, I I'm just struggling that much with my upbringing. Why he decided wrestling was gonna help with this, I'll never know. But he was a two-time world champion, or three times if you count the ECW belt. (laughs) But nobody ever does. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.